Hello and welcome to True North Investments Small Business Big Success, a podcast about the stories of many great small businesses and the entrepreneurs behind them. I'm your host, Aaron Maybon. I've had the privilege of meeting many interesting and inspiring business owners during my career as a financial advisor. I wanted a way to share their stories, so I started this podcast. Let me bring you along as I interview some of the most successful and driven business entrepreneurs. I thought it would be most appropriate that my first guest would be my business partner and friend, Summer Deal. Summer is originally from LaGrange, and she is here today. Summer, thanks for joining us. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. So, Summer, tell me a little bit about your background. Yeah, so as you mentioned, I um, was born and raised in LaGrange, um, had a wonderful childhood here, went to LaGrange High School and graduated with honors, and then um, went on to Auburn University, um, where I got a degree in business administration with a focus on finance. Um, And then I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with that degree, but found a job at a financial advisory firm here in LaGrange and started working there, worked my way up and realized that this was not just a job, but a career path that I wanted to take. So that's kind of how I got into this business. That's awesome. Now you are one of three, you have two brothers, right? Yes, I have two younger brothers. Um, My brother Lance is an attorney in Birmingham, um, and he has a family there. Um, And then my brother Lucas lives here in LaGrange, and he actually works with my father at his bottled water business. And also, together, they run an organic farm. And um, so that's kind of a new venture that the whole family is really excited about. That's really cool. Yeah, I've, I've had the opportunity to go out there to the farm this last fall for their pumpkin patch. My daughter really loved it. An awesome time. Uh, I'm looking forward to taking them back next year. My, my son, Luke, uh, who's currently a little over a year old, he'll, he'll, he'll be two this fall. So definitely be a good, <laughs> a good age for that. So that, that's really cool. Now, you mentioned your brother and him joining your dad in, in business. And, and one thing that I have really found interesting um, as we talked over the years is, of course, your, your father, Philip, is a small business owner. He owns uh, Palmer Water. Your grandfather was a small business owner um, at Palmer Grocery. Uh, tell me a little bit about why you think that uh, both of them are were business owners. If that was uh, the opportunity, or, uh, kind of arose, or was that something you think that was in your your grandfather and your father's uh, on their mind? You know, growing up. Yeah. So um, my grandfather actually started um, Palmer's with his brothers, and then he took that over. I think he was um, the one that was more. Um, ambitious and and excited to to own a business and then share it with his sons Um, and my dad had the opportunity to um, be part of the grocery store but actually um, 
and my, he met my mom, they married, and my mom's sister was married to a guy who owned a bottled water um, plant, and they actually bottled the water there. So my dad decided to open a distributorship of that um, here in LaGrange. And the funny thing is, is my dad does not have a college degree. He graduated high school and didn't want to go any further. But without a college degree, he has um, run a successful business now for 35 years. And so, um, and they're still going strong. So I've always admired that. Um, he has always been more um, street, he's had more street sense um, and common sense than book sense, if, um, if you've ever heard of that. But um, he's, I've always admired him and He's definitely been an advocate for us in starting our business. That's a fantastic story about your father. I know so many people uh, think that you need some special knowledge or a college degree for the, for that uh, you know to, to have a business. Um, but you look at so many small business owners, even many uh, entrepreneurs, a lot of billionaires. Even uh, a lot of them are college dropouts. And I don't think there's anything special that comes from a degree and that your father's been successful is a testament to that. It's, it's, it's hard work, it's, it's perseverance, that type of thing. Um, are there any specific lessons you feel your parents taught you growing up that maybe helped prepare you for the idea of being a small business owner one day? Was that on your radar screen of, of a goal you wanted to obtain? So it wasn't on my radar screen. Um, when I was a small child, I wanted to be a teacher. And I used to play, I used to play school in my room and I had all of these imaginary students and I would um, hand them out papers and then grade their papers. And it was so much fun to me and I just knew that I wanted to be a teacher. And then when I got to high school, I wanted to be a pharmacist. I worked at CVS Pharmacy as a pharmacy tech, my uncle was a pharmacist. Um, I thought that was what I wanted to do. And I went to Auburn and majored in pharmacy. Um, and then I got in the depths of the science classes and realized that that really wasn't where my interest was. I was more of a math person. So my counselor at Auburn actually kind of pointed me in the direction of, of finance because she said I could do so many different things with that. So. No, being a small business owner wasn't like what I had envisioned myself as. Um, but I will say that my parents instilled in me the value of a dollar. So to me, I think that that's really helped me in my profession and as a small business owner ever since I was 16 years old and one week, I've had a job. Um, they made me get out and work, and they made me use that as my spending money. So it taught me how to um, appreciate um, hard work. And even in college, even with my college classes, I always had to work for my spending money. And though I wasn't appreciative of that at the time, I am extremely appreciative of that now, and I plan to use that same... Um, structure for my children when they get of age because I really really think that that's important I couldn't agree more 
the idea of paying for something, I think about it like a car as an example. You take, you take, take pride in it. You take better care of it when you have a vested interest instead of your parents giving you some allowance or spending money for college. You, you make different decisions. Uh, you may not go out to eat as often or, or whatever. So I think that's, that's excellent that they instill that in you. And, and I appreciate your um, willingness to, to see it their way maybe as, as you become a parent. <laughs> right. right. Um, so let's shift gears a little bit. Um, so you were at another financial firm for a, a number of years. What kind of spurred you to wanting to be a business owner? Was there, was that something in the back of your mind, Did an opportunity present itself? Tell me a little bit more about that. So, um, I guess there, there's a combination of things, um, Definitely the financial side of it, you know, I felt like I could be more successful um, if I owned something of my own rather than working for someone else. Um, But also just the feeling of having something, Erin, that is ours, you know, it's just, there is just a feeling that I can't explain or describe because, um, I didn't know this feeling until I, you know, went out on a limb and, and got here. But, um, yeah, I definitely think that um, we had gotten to a place where I'd worked for those people for a while. And they were, you know, very gracious to help me get into the industry. Um, but there came a point where I needed something more. Um, I needed something more for myself. I needed something more for my family. And so the timing just kind of, um, we got to kind of a fork in the road. And so I felt like it was time. Yeah, I would, I would agree with a lot of that. I can remember when, since I was young, I, I, well, I liked the idea of, um, of going out on my own and looking for that opportunity. And I had the great fortune to work with Summer for almost a decade together before we, we went out on our own. And especially since we decided to partner together, it's very much like a marriage in so many regards. And I felt comfortable knowing who she was and what she was about for really uh, most of those, of those years. I knew her family, where, you know, knew she came from good stock as they say. Um, and that alleviated a lot of my fears about having a business partner. Um, was that something that uh, was of concern for you, thinking about uh, working with someone, in this case, myself? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, they always say, you know, it's difficult to be business partners, to go into business. Definitely family business is hard, but I would say, going into business with friends is hard too. And, and that's really what we were. I mean, we were coworkers before, but we were really close friends. And so, you know, you never know how that's going to go. And, um, but I never had a doubt uh, that Aaron was the person to go into business with. Um, my family feels the exact same way. And, and my dad says all the time that I couldn't have picked a better business partner. And I completely agree. I think that's why we've had success because um, 
we have a solid partnership and we support each other in business and personally um, with our families. And also, I mean, we have a great um, support staff that helps us as well. So, 100%. 100% agree with that. I think it's, as with, with any uh, good marriage, is communication. And I think we do a good job of sharing our concerns, our desires for e- each other as it pertains to business goals and um, where we're headed, how we work with our clients, all of those things. They all play a, a big, big role um, in our success. Um, so we've we've been business owners now for going almost five years now, which is crazy when you think about it. What, from your perspective, have been some of the biggest challenges that uh, you think we've faced uh, as business owners? Um, I think the biggest challenge that we've faced is learning how to be business owners. Um, there. I mean, there are lots of books you can read, but until you're in the middle of it, you don't realize how much it takes. I mean, just the um, organization of it and the different things that you have to plan for, you know, not just trying to plan for growth, but taxes and, you know, um, different things like that overhead. You know, there's all these different things that as a business owner, you have to now consider and take into account that when you're working for someone, you absolutely don't have to take into account. So I would say just learning how to be business owners and how best to to manage all of it. Um, but I think we're doing a pretty good job. You know, I, um, there's always things that we could do better, and we try to we strive to to make those parts better. And you know, the other challenge I think that every business faces is new business comes in ebbs and flows, and Sometimes you'll be having, you know, a, a like, you know, a low patch of, of new clients and then all of a sudden it's like the floodgates open. So you never know how that's going to go, but the good Lord has been so gracious to us and provided for us and um, we've had very few ebbs. That, that's true. Uh, we were very fortunate last year with <clears throat> COVID that even though there was a lot of uncertainty for everyone, uh, our business did really well. We were very fortunate from that perspective. And many times in business, it's the uncertainty that can be the, the biggest stressor of how predictable your, your business is. Do you lose clients? Those types of things. I would, I would definitely agree with that, Summer. When you think about success as it pertains to the business, Summer, do you have any way you like to measure that? If it's growth numbers, if it's revenue, if it's number of clients served, how do you, when you look at the business, measure success? So, I mean, the easiest way to measure success is numerically and through, you know, new clients and and all of that, but the best way, in my opinion, that I measure success and the most important thing uh, is client satisfaction. And so if I can do right by my clients, if I can make sure that they are satisfied and that I'm doing a good job for them, the growth and the other numbers will come. Our business is 99% based on referrals. 
and referrals come from satisfied clients. So if I can keep my clients satisfied and happy and wanting their friends and family to know about me and to use me as well, that to me is the biggest measure of success in our business. Absolutely. We're, we're such a relationship-driven uh, business uh, and, and industry that it comes down to trust and relationship building and satisfaction definitely goes absolutely hand-in-hand hand with that, no doubt. When we think about 2020 and the pandemic, uh, as we look backward now that we're hopefully on the backside of it now that the vaccine has come out, now that there's uh, mass testing many places, and, and that hopefully we're on the backside of, of the worst of it, are there any lessons you take from uh, what's changed in our business with COVID, if it is more virtual meetings like Zoom, if it's more phone calls, have you found it challenging to reach out to, to clients during this time? Tell me a little bit about that experience and what it kind of meant for, for your business. So our business has always been a relationship-driven business. Um, my clients are not just clients, they're friends. And so to me, I feel like this year it has been very important to check in with those people mentally and physically and see how they're doing. Um, and they, that means so much more to them than just a review where we're reviewing their investments. It has been difficult because we can't meet face to face. So we've had to pivot and um, do a lot of phone calls, Zoom meetings. Um, we still have some clients that still like to come face to face and we make sure that we are um, socially distancing and wearing masks. But I will say that I think the most important thing that I have done this year is talking to my clients and checking in to make sure, hey, are you guys healthy? How are you doing? I mean, you're staying at home. A lot of these clients are, are older, and so they are staying at home. They're very worried about the virus, um, as we all should be. And so I think that um, making sure that, that they are okay personally has been more important this year than anything. That's one of those areas that people don't talk about a lot about is of course there's the physical health and, and what COVID means for those individuals that get um, COVID-19 and those that have to quarantine but it it's the it, like you said it's the mental aspect we are social creatures and for many of our clients who are older 60 70 80 years old they don't do well being stuck at home by themselves they feel very isolated and don't have that opportunity to have some community. I think about your Christmas event summer that you've, you've had um, over the last how many ever years you've had it. We'll have a hundred women show up for a Christmas luncheon and what an opportunity for them to talk and catch up and we weren't able to do that last year. And I know that really just broke a lot of, of your clients and, and, and my clients' hearts that they weren't able to do it but they of course they totally understood. Yeah. I. It broke my heart uh, to have to cancel the event. It's my favorite event of the year. Um, we normally have a luncheon, and I mean, we don't we don't talk about anything business related. We don't have an investment person come to speak. Nothing. It is pure social 
get together. And yes, we weren't able to have that. And um, I think that's been difficult because um, we're not sure when everyone's going to feel comfortable getting together again. But for our business, we love to host events. So we cannot wait until the time when most people feel comfortable gathering together again. Because there's just something about that um, that is good for the soul. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Uh, relationship building is, is crucial to happiness outside of, of course, your finances. Uh, but many times they go hand in hand. They really do. Um, Summer, when you um, start to think about when we launched the business, knowing what you know now, is there anything, that, any advice you could give someone who's thinking about starting a business that you wish you would have known? So anytime you're thinking of starting a business, it's extremely scary. Probably the scariest thing I've ever done. I don't know about you, Aaron, but um, it definitely was um, definitely the scariest thing professionally I've ever done. Um, and I would tell someone who's thinking about doing it to take the jump, take the risk. More times than not, it will be worth it. I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they were talking about successful people. And one of the points they made was that there has rarely been a successful person who didn't take a leap of faith or a large risk of some kind. And I totally agree with that. Um, you know, it's, it's scary, but most of the time, if you've put in the legwork, if you have done the research, if you feel it in your gut that it is going to be something good and successful, take the risk. That's, that's awesome advice, Summer. I think about, um, from a timing perspective, when we went out on our own in 2016, it was absolutely not ideal. If I know you remember, but <laughs> uh, uh, my daughter, uh, Harper, was born in March of that year. So we le uh, left, went out on our own in August. So I had a five-month-old. Summer had a little over a year old, Lennox. Um, it there were a lot of balls in the air we were juggling. Um, you know, we, we went from making money to we hope we make money. Uh, right. we, 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 you know, we had supportive spouses, which was crucial. Um, and, and I would say that is, is a lesson I took away is having people in your corner that believe in you, that will support you and are there for you. And we absolutely had that in spades. People that, that clients even that, that, um, we're like, well, why'd you wait so long? Um, right. and, and that definitely made us feel like we were on the right track. And both of our parents, I mean, they were so supportive. They were here helping us move. They were helping us answer phones. They were, I mean, and they have been that way throughout this entire journey, just so supportive along with our spouses and, um, and even our children are so supportive of our businesses and um, love it to death. Um, and so it just makes us, it just makes for a, a really happy place to work and play, thing to be a part of. Yeah, you, you mentioned children. Uh, Harper, my daughter, she's almost five now. The other day I told Summer this, that I was getting ready to go to work. And I told her, I was like, you know, be good to get today. Listen to your teachers. And she said, well, you listen to... 
And, and I was like, what? what? What do you mean? She's like, to your clients. Listen to your clients today. <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah, I should be doing that. So uh, anyway, you know, kids, kids say the darndest things, um, but, uh, but they're, they're so much fun. Yes. Um, speaking of family, Summer, you are a mother, um, your wife, um, daughter, super involved in the community. Do you find it difficult to have the time to, to do all those things um, in, your, in, your, in your profession? So one thing about this profession that I love, um, the biggest thing that I love is helping people and making a difference in their lives. But I would say probably the second most important thing to me personally is flexibility. Um, I can be at all of my children's events um, I can, you know, be there when they need me. I can, um, you know, just, I can make time for that in my day. Um, and I think having the, this is a great profession for a work-life balance. Um, so it's not as hard to do all the things as it would be in most other professions when you have to clock in, clock out. Um, you know, so... I, I'm not saying that some days it isn't challenging because it absolutely is. But for the most part, I couldn't ask for a better profession to be able to handle and juggle all of the things. That's absolutely one of the reasons that I really was interested in this career years ago. My, my parents had a financial advisor that I'd gotten to know and we had talked about a lot of pros and cons with the, the career, the, the type of work. And the ability that to have the flexibility of your schedule is huge. My parents weren't able to go to many field trips because they had to work. And I want to be able to do that if, um, if I want to, uh, to go to the games, to go out of town if needed. That's just a, a super awesome thing to be able to, to spend that time with family. So, Summer... This business for, for your kids, is, is this something you would want them to do? Um, leave it to them to decide? Uh, any, any thoughts there? I mean, the thought of that is very exciting, but um, I really just want them to be happy. So if this is what they want to do, I will welcome them with open arms. If it's not, I will be their biggest supporter no matter what they choose. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would love for them to have an interest in in this career, but obviously, if if that's not um, what gets them excited, there's there's no need for them to feel forced into the family business necessarily. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what what would be some advice you would give a young person, maybe a high schooler or even a college? aged person, if they wanted to start their own business, what would be some things that would come to your mind? Um, I would say make sure that you do all of the research, all the due diligence, um, because you want to have success. And so if you don't put in the legwork, you can't have success. Um, make sure that you've got financial backing of some kind, whether it be you personally putting in the money or family helping or um, even taking out a small business loan. Um, but you definitely don't want to be 
too far in debt when you start a business. So, I mean, that's important too. Um, you know, talking to someone like us would be something that someone who's thinking of starting a small business could do just um, on the financial side, just so that we could give some advice. So I just think that the person that wants to start a business needs to be very prepared. And once they are prepared, take the leap of faith. That's, that's excellent. That's excellent advice. Do, do your due diligence. Um, so often people may think something's a great idea and then realize, oh wait, it's hard to make money doing that for a, a, a myriad of reasons. And to, to talk to, to people that maybe have done it before is, is an excellent place to start, which is kind of why I'm doing this podcast is I, I hope to speak to some small business owners that have been doing this for a number of years and maybe you and I and hopefully our listeners can just get a nugget here or there that really speaks to them and uh, really propels them to make a decision because if you are left to stay comfortable, you won't make a big decision. I mean, that's just, that's just life. Um, and you think about if you start working out or um, even asking someone to marry you, that's a, that's a huge decision. Those aren't, aren't uh, necessarily easy decisions sometimes take a lot of, of prayer and, and time uh, thinking about it. So speaking of talking to others, uh, I'm thinking about a mentor. Is there anyone um, in the past or, or maybe now that you go to uh, as it pertains to advice business-wise, um, maybe even just life-wise? Is there someone that you look to uh, that you feel is um, kind of a mentor to you? Yes. So I have a client who has been my client for many, many years. He was a business owner in LaGrange before he retired. He is so full of wisdom and I 100% respect his opinion and he's never given me bad advice. And so I always run important, big things by him just to get his thoughts um, and of course my dad too I'm very close to him and um, he always gives great advice as well but you know a parent is going to give advice that's a little biased so that's why I always check with this mentor client of mine um, he was a huge help when we were starting our business he really gave us the confidence boost that we needed, and he has been here the whole way, and um, it's just a blessing in both of our lives. I know um, you feel the same way, Aaron. One hundred percent agree. Um, if it's yeah, if it's the person that I think you're you're talking about. You mentioned confidence, and <laughs> that was uh, definitely a huge piece because he was very successful in his business, and. It was almost like those moments of doubt. You're like, okay, if if he thinks we can do it, maybe we actually can do it. Um, and right. yeah, and um, I know that put my heart at ease, at least at some level. That okay, maybe this, whew, maybe this actually might work out. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good though. That's good that you have a mentor, and I think it's important for everyone to have someone that can challenge them, uh, that they trust that can give them wise counsel as they make decisions, if it's about business or life, relationships, etc. 
Well, as we kind of wrap things up a little bit here, Summer, if there was one shred of wisdom that you could leave people, the world, what would it be? Is there something that you've learned over your 30-some-odd years on this earth that you feel is super beneficial to you and others? I would just say to be true to yourself. Don't try to be something that you're not. Um, your true self is good enough. You don't need to change. Um, and then take that leap of faith. There you go. There you go. Leap of faith. I like it. Um, well, any final thoughts, Summer? Anything that uh, is, is on your mind that we haven't covered that you think we should uh, make sure that everyone knows? Um, yeah, so Erin and I both work with a myriad of different types of clients. Um, he specializes in working with business owners and um and also couples and, and families, and I specialize in the same thing, but one other thing that I um, love to focus on is working with women, um, working with women in transition, specifically, whether that be the death of a spouse, going through a divorce, you know, anything that, that is a transitional time, leaving a job, going to another job, um, so I did want to mention that because that is one thing that there aren't a lot of female financial advisors in this area. And I think a lot of women feel very comfortable talking to another female. And so I would love to be that, that um, you know, mentor or advisor to them. I, I could not agree more, Summer. Our industry is so littered with men. There's so few women advisors, and uh, I think it it definitely uh, is helpful to uh, our clients, to our our business, as well as just the community that you are an advisor because you can speak from a woman's perspective, a woman's voice to women and and to men, of course, but. Many times, especially the older generation, many times the husband takes the lead on, on financial things and then he passes away and many of these women that come, uh, summer that meet with you, are lost. Right. And another advisor might just say, well, I don't do that. I, I can't be that you know, shoulder to cry on mm -hmm. um, or, or even have words of encouragement and counsel and you absolutely do that with these women in transition that are going through not only financial decisions, but these emotional decisions. Absolutely. And that is so huge and um, something that you absolutely um, do an incredible job of. And she wouldn't mention it because she's just too, um, uh, I don't know, too humble, but uh, she's, she's a, a two-time uh, winner, recipient of the Women's Choice Award. Um, which is just a huge deal, and I'm just super uh, excited uh, that, that she has that. And can you tell us a little bit more about that, Summer? I think it's just an awesome accomplishment. Thank you. That's so sweet of you to mention. Um, so Women's Choice is a, is a, I guess it's an organization that um, tries to vet um, different professionals and therefore give people that are looking for a top professional in the area some choices to choose from. So 
Um, I was chosen based on 17 or 18 different criteria. Um, I applied and, um, and received the award. And so um, if you go to the Women's Choice Award website and choose financial advisors, I believe there's only about five or six in Georgia. So um, I'm blessed to be one of those. That's so awesome. That is so awesome. Um, well, Summer, if someone wants to reach out to you, um, how would they do that? Tell me how they could uh, you yes. know, get your information. Yes. So our office is located um, downtown LaGrange at 306 Church Street. Uh, our office number is 706-223-0073. And my email address is summer at tninvestments.com. Dot com. Thank you so much for having me here. Well, thank you for being here, Summer. Uh, well, there you have it. Um, so, uh, I'm just going to wait a second here. Just put you back. Again, thank you, Summer, for joining us on this episode of Small Business Big Success. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. Please check back with us weekly as we will have a new episode every Tuesday. If you are a small business owner or you know someone who has an interesting story, I would love to have them as a guest. You can reach out to me at my email, which is Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at TNinvestments.com, or you can call the office, 706-223-0073. Until next time, be bold, be brave, have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Small Business Big Success. If you or someone you know would make a great guest on our show, please contact me, Aaron Maybon, at 706-223-0073. And as always, if you need help creating your financial roadmap, then give me a call. Let's work together to create a plan to reach your financial destination. See you next time.